How are you guys doing today? My name is Vincent. And I'm Francis. And I'm glad you could join us today for some late night chill vibes, the podcast where philosophy, life, and existing as human beings can become a casual discussion. In this episode, we'll talk about the art of good enough and its evolved form of acceptance. We'll ponder how acceptance relates to shame and guilt, We'll get into the differences of good enough and acceptance, and we'll talk about what acceptance means for you as you inch towards a more present self. All right, Francis, let's start vibing, shall we? Let's do it. All right, Francis, well, last. Okay, first of all. (laughs) um, Okay, before we get into this, I just want to say... I feel like uh, we left last episode and maybe there's a possibility that some people got confused. So I just want to like make mm. this clear on the matter of the hope episode, the, op- the episode we just did last week. Hope is the first step. It's not, it's not enough to change your life entirely. It's just that first step to change your life because you need it every step of the way. Um, yeah. Do you have anything to add to that actually? Or, is, or are you happy with that? Yeah, I think you said it. Good enough and acceptance. Okay. So... Um, so people, when you guys are listening to this, I feel like you might get confused with the differences between our, our self-confidence episode and this episode, because we, we mention like accepting yourself and accepting who you are in self-confidence a lot. Um, but that's kind of, that ties into self-confidence, but this acceptance and good enough is kind of on a different side. Like it's parallel, but it's not on the same spectrum, I guess. I, th- that that sounds right, right? That's what we talked about. It's parallel, but it's not on the same spectrum. <laughs> oh, man, I don't know how to explain it. They're parallel, they're like right beside each other, but not they're not intersecting at any point. But they are really similar. Yes. Yeah. 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 So in self confidence, we talk about this idea of shame culture and guilt culture, and I think what self confidence touches on the most is shame, because self confidence. Uh, so shame is connected to identity and identity is connected to self-confidence. So that's how those two are like fi- battling it out, I guess. Do you think battling it out is the right term? Yeah, battling it out is, yeah, I think it, I think it is a perfect term because uh, it's like, it's like being proud of who you are <laughs> or like, yeah, I don't know, proud. Yeah, yeah, I guess proud, proud of who you are. And that really has to do with identity. And if you're not proud of who you are, then that is shame. So it's like identity is kind of like the the in-between and it's like a seesaw of shame and self-confidence. Identity yeah, is like okay. yeah, the in-between of that. Yeah, because like if you feel more shame than self-confidence, then the seesaw is going to like go towards shame and your identity is going to feel that way. Like mm-hmm. you have a, you, you feel ashamed of yourself. Whereas yeah. self-confidence tells you to not feel ashamed of yourself, but rather celebrate yourself and yeah. celebrate like, like who you identity. are and your abilities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. It's good. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Do you, we both agreed on this, but I'm going to ask you again. Do you think shame is a good thing? Like, do you think there is still some, there's still some value in shame? Do you think yes or no? In the sense that it gives importance to what you feel uh, you attach to. I say that in, in, in terms of like, I guess, a career, your job or what you, what you really enjoy doing. Right. If you really attach that to yourself, um, attach those things to yourself, that can be like a really good thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, in terms of shame and self-confidence and identity in a way, because like if you're good at it and you attach it to yourself, that can make you feel really good about yourself. Like that's like how we go into pride and like, oh, being really uh, feeling really good. But then when you attach things to yourself and things don't go so well in that, Thing that you attach to yourself like your job goes bad but you really attach your job to who you are ah man that could suck right that could like yeah that could put yourself in a really shameful shameful position and if it's so connected to who you are and there's no real way to get out of it oh man could that situation <laughs> be terrible so <laughs> yeah uh so yeah it has its it i, I feel like shame is like a big kind of <laughs> gamble if you go into relating your identity to things because you know things can always work out and not work out and the more Mm. you give power to things that you attach yourself to the more you know you could have your highs or the more you could have your real lows is what oh i'd say yeah 
Oh, so, you know, I see what you're saying. Shame. Shame could be good sometimes. So you're saying like identity shouldn't be attached to like external things. It should be more attached to who you are. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Because okay, who yeah, you yeah. are is a human being. And if you attach yeah. yourself to hum- human beings and how we're so great, <laughs> uh, then I think I think it's good. In a, I guess a weird shame is kind of in there, but not really a part of it <laughs> kind of way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I do yeah. know what you mean. Um, yeah, so that that's shame. That's the self-confidence episode. And we talked about shame and guilt culture in that episode. So if you want to check that out, and maybe like get caught up a little bit, um, you should definitely check that out before you come yeah, to this out, episode. Check it out. Check it out. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, but in this, we're talking about good enough and acceptance, and I think that is attached to guilt because guilt, like you said in the self confidence episode, um, that was with Nestor, right? That that episode, um, we said that guilt is actionable, and with actions, e- so guilt equals actionable, and actionable means acceptance. Um, what are your thoughts on that? I, I think that's perfect because, because the thing is about, you know, guilt and shame is like, I guess what we were saying in in the self-confidence episode is that, uh, they're both bad things, right? You feel shame and you feel guilt. Like they're, they're both things that obviously everybody says is a bad thing that, that you feel inside of you. But the thing is with guilt is it's attached to the actions you do. Whereas shame is attached to the identity you do. And when something is attached to your identity, there's not really a way you can fix that because it's like you. And, you know, I guess you could try to and try and reason it out in your mind, but that really hurts because like, you don't know who you are. Like nobody knows what a human is or what we're like the existential thoughts come in and it's like, you know, it's debilitating, right? It's like, what the hell? <laughs> How am I supposed to fix it? Yeah, so, but guilt, guilt is good because it's just attached to the actions that you do. And those are pretty straightforward. You could just say that, okay, what did I do wrong? Like I, I punched a baby. <laughs> I shouldn't do that. What the? <laughs> whoa, whoa. Why did you go I don't there? know. I don't know. Because it was that so clear. It was just a really, guilt. That is a really good guilt. example. You're, you're far gone after that. Yeah. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> okay, we're just, we're just thinking it. These are, these are big abstract. Abstract. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't punch babies, all right? Let it be known. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> um, okay. Um, yeah, I see where you're going with this, though, because like yeah. guilt is that guilt is that punishment. It's like you. It's this justice system, like that I mentioned in the self confidence episode, where guilt is that punishment, and you should serve your time for the thing you did was wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and like in the justice system, it's time you serve time, but in just like regular real life um, situations, when you do something wrong your punishment is guilt. And on the other side of, like once you go through your time, once you go through your punishment, then there's something to be learned from the thing you did. And when you do that, when you do, when you go through guilt, there should be, at the end of that tunnel, should be acceptance, where you accepted what you did was wrong. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's good. Guilt and acceptance. That is, yeah, that's a really great way of putting it, actually. Now, how do we re- relate guilt to good enough? Good enough. Um, what we said here is guilt is accepting things as incomplete uh, and that we're still growing. So when we feel guilt, it's like a good thing because then we have this moral code that's building up. But when you connect it with acceptance and good enough, um, good enough is like that. What I did was, all right, I, I mean, like, it's, yeah, I did what I did. Um, but then what? Where acceptance is, I did what I did, um, and I know it was wrong. Ooh. Yo, I don't know where I was going <laughs> with that. I feel I yeah. thought I was going with somewhere, but then it sounded similar again. Yeah, my mind, like, I don't know why I asked that question because it's just so weird. It doesn't make any sense to really relate, like, you know, that prison thing that you were talking about with good enough. Because you don't, you don't go into a, a courtroom and, and, like, by the end of, like, your whole jail sentence be like, okay, my crime... That was good enough, you know. That, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. So, so you say, okay, what do you? Uh, okay, let's leave it at you know that prison sentence thing. That has to do with acceptance because you guilt. accepted what you. Yeah, guilt. 
you accepted the thing that you did was wrong but and i i, I want to just like come back to what you said before was that you know you accept yourself as an incomplete being mm-hmm. so by the end of it you know that you can still change and that there's there's hope for you to be a better person by the end of it and you are still growing no matter what at the end of it at the end of jail at the beginning when you do the act you know hopefully hopefully you feel a little bit of like a little bit worse when you're doing the act but like you know after you do it but like anyways like uh yeah there's hope there's hope if you accept things yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and like Whereas with good enough, it's like, um, I feel like acceptance has, has hope with it. Whereas good enough, there's no like real hope attached to it. It's more of, more of, uh, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. It's like good enough. Yeah. It's like kind of annoyed. It's like pensive. It's angry Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. by the end of it. Cause you don't really accept things yet. Yeah. Yeah. We, we talked about this. It's like, it's like good enough has this, this, like this kind of this uh this twinge this peppering i don't know of frustration so when you say something is good enough like you don't really accept it you just ah that's good enough i'm pissed off that i'm handing this in or or letting this be but you know it's there but acceptance do you want to say do you want to say what you said i think i this is possibly quite possibly the greatest uh way to explain the difference between acceptance and good enough and vincent came up on came up with this and i just want to give him full credit and he's gonna say it now sure please please um so yeah so the main difference between good enough acceptance is good enough is a shrug but acceptance is a smile that comes after that so that's how you can think about the differences between the two um when you do your work you're doing whatever it is uh, and you're done it and you say, yeah, it's good enough. And you give that shrug. Acceptance is, yeah, it's good enough. You shrug, you smile, and you're happy for what you did. And mm. what you did was good. Yeah. So did that's you the guys feel difference. that? I felt that again. <laughs> <laughs> when, when you said that the first time I felt it, I felt that again just now. Oh, no, yeah, I got great. a little tingle there. You got me. You got to me too. <laughs> I knew I was saying it, but I was like, yeah, fuck. That's good. That shit's good. <laughs> oh man right. um, where do you find it in your life where do you find it in your life that's what i want to know oh yeah like i feel like you had to feel something you had to feel something to come up with that you had to really you had to smile at something that you just like left as its final form just to say that i feel like no that's a good question because like i'm thinking about it like the majority of our episodes that i've that i've done um because like I'm still doing school. You're doing school. Like we, we're always in a crunch. There's always that pressure to do this, then go on to the next thing because school. There's editing. There's like whole life, like in family and all that stuff. So most of our episodes, I never have the mindset of edit it and then be done with it. It's always edit, look through it, and then be happy with it, and then I'm done. But with good enough, it's like you edit, you look at it, and then you close it. But um. Yeah, so uh, every episode this... we finish, I've I've accepted it for what it is and that it's good the way it is. Yeah, I like that. With good enough, I would I would hate to be the guy like by the end of every episode. Like if if you're doing something that's repetitive, like I guess a TV show, if you're a TV show editor, and by the end of each episode you said it was good enough without accepting it, that would suck cuz every time every time you finish it off it's like Okay, here's another, you know. Yeah, that's turd. true. I'm just putting out another <laughs> turd today. <laughs> and then you move on to the next thing. But, like, yeah, I like that you said that. Because after every episode, you could say, oh, this is good. And then maybe next time we can do something better. Next time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, there's there's going to be, I love I love this line. I don't even know where I came up with this line or, like, where I found it. But we are, we are imperfect beings. So matter so no matter what we make is going to be imperfect, um, and that is connected to what I think it's very connected to acceptance, because Ooh, yeah, because like you're never gonna make something truly perfect. And even let's say for example this episode comes out to how we imagined it to be, or when I'm editing it, it's like in my mind it's perfect. But maybe like in two years from now we'll look back on an episode and say, man, we could have done this differently. Like we could have made (laughs) it sound so much better or what it is. So even though it sounds perfect right now, um, it's 
it's more of accepting it for what it is, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then you could just leave it, and then, like you said, because uh, we're in a week of crunch, I guess it's nice. It's nice to leave stuff behind, you know. Yeah, I like I like that a lot. Well, like okay, let's let's go to you now. Like, when do you feel acceptance at the biggest point of your life? Like, um, what are you doing where? Uh, you feel actually let's go to this when in your life or what subject or whatever topic it is when do you start feeling good enough more than acceptance like what happens yeah I guess it's just like uh, your mental state because it, it really has to do with how much how much hope you have in your in your mind at the time mm. you know it's like if you're not in a very hopeful mood and you're just kind of doing things and going through the motions it's really easy to just leave something but really hold on to it, you know, because you don't have the energy to go through that extra step and saying that everything is imperfect. I'm an imperfect being. Everything around me is, in a sense, imperfect. So whatever things are at, I should just leave them as it is. And, and like, you know, if you're not if you don't have the energy for that, like if you for in my case, if I just expend all my energy really tackling one thing and not really moving to something else and feeling like I've lost a lot of time and a lot of time is sunk into this. And I kind of just have to do it, you know? I just kind of had to do it now. Like, you know, that sunken cost fallacy really sets in and you're like, ah, oh, fuck, I just gotta <laughs> finish this. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, yeah. Then, then it's really easy to hold on to it even more after that and Ooh. not really leave it yeah, yeah. at the state that it's in. Yeah. And that that is when you're like, ah, good enough <laughs> yes yeah yeah that, dude that's like that's actually perfect because like what we said earlier acceptance is accepting things as incomplete and that we are still growing whereas good enough it's you're not accepting it as incomplete you're just you're just saying that it's incomplete and you're not like letting go you're not mm. you're not accepting it you're not accepting uh that you're still growing it's yeah. just you're you're kind of still holding on to what you did wasn't done Dude, you know what's crazy? In a sense, I'm fe- I'm sounding, you know, I'm hearing this out now and I'm feeling like good enough and acceptance are actually kind of like the guilt and shame are, are on that kind of plane because good enough, right? When you're good enough, when you feel good enough about something, there's a shame attached to what you feel good enough about because you make it, you, you attach it to yourself, you attach it to your identity. And that means that you kind of can't let go of it at this point. You kind of have to work it out because you've spent so much time on it rather than thinking that all the things that I've done up to this point, you know, it's the best I can do. Right. And it's the best I can do action, guilt instead of shame. So you kind of just accept it. Yeah, actually, I want to go back to that. You said you're saying that good enough is connected to shame because it's connected to identity. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah, now I just okay. like spitballed that out there. It might be like, you know, kind of kind of whack. But. Yeah. No, well like let's just let's for example for now that you agree with that. For example, um but like maybe like when you listen back on this you're like, "Ah, I don't think so." But yeah, let's yeah. just um, <laughs> That's a big let's say someone someone else <laughs> out there, someone else out there does believe that. Um okay. I don't know. I think I think it definitely can. Um, because then if you're not letting go of something, then you start connecting it to your identity and saying, I could have, I could have done this better, but I didn't because that's, that's just who I am. You know, like, I think that's how it can be connected. Like you're saying, I'm the kind of person who doesn't put the maximum effort to things. Um, I think that's how it can be connected. Yeah. Judgments about yourself that are kind of negative because of, Mm -hmm. because of this thing that you're kind of stuck onto. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rather than saying that I'm a work in progress. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was, um, I was, who was I watching? Josh Terry. I think it's his name. Josh. I don't remember his name, but I mentioned one of the rat in the bucket story. That same guy, that guy who made that story. Um, he, I watched his, I watched his, a new video that he came out on TikTok, And he said, when you ask yourself stupid questions, you're going to come up with stupid answers. So mm, when we relate, I'm going to relate this to like identity again. Um, when you ask yourself, why am I stupid? Like, or why am I, like, uh, why am I a shitty person? 
and your answer is going to be a shitty answer too where it's just like because of that's who you are because like you do this kind of thing um that was the main message of the video but like i'm trying to connect it to guilt now and like acceptance i just don't know how i feel like um either you can come to a conclusion with that or maybe like we can leave it at that and let the listeners yeah uh, no come it's to a like conclusion. but like what are your thoughts on that i like i like that you brought up the fact that it comes down to the question really rather than the answer because that's where it starts right and what, what we were talking about in the planning stage of this like the book uh uh the hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy great book mm-hmm. oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah every everybody should read this book but uh what it comes down to is that there's an answer that is made but the answer makes no damn sense and it's a big answer in fact it's the answer to life the universe and everything but it doesn't make any sense so what the thing that came up with the answer suggests i think this is how the story goes i'm not i'm not quite sure because i uh what the what the thing that came up with the answer suggests is that you find out what the question is first (laughs) because (laughs) because that's more important and as a you know as a person when you're kind of dealing with tough situations and you can either go under the uh, you know, the mind frame of good enough or acceptance, it starts with the question of, you know, uh, how do I relate this to myself, the actions that I've done? And if you're going to ask the question in such a way that makes the answer already something that puts you down, like, why am I stupid? Or why have I done this wrong? That already sets sets you up for feeling like like you're attached to this thing and because you're attached to this thing and you're answering you're you're asking questions in, in this kind of way it puts you it, it puts you into this shame realm where you feel like you're you're the the evidence for you being a person because of who you are is right in front of you rather than rather than looking at this thing and asking the right question like is this good enough for for what i can do right or is 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 this indicative of my ability to become better because I just did it right I did it and next time I can do it better because I did it and I can learn from it today like if you're asking questions like that like you know how can I how can I improve for next time or uh, or did I do my best today then then you put yourself in the realm of guilt because you're you're associating what you did to just just the action like what what did you do and not really putting it on yourself and not putting any pressure yeah. on yourself i guess it, what it what it sounds like to me it's like um shame is this internal thing and it's a, like everything on the outside is inf- uh infecting your internal self whereas guilt is everything on the outside you're looking at it um and it's the same thing like with acceptance too like when you're looking at it there's still that opportunity to change what you're looking at whereas in like on the inside everything else around you is affecting you on the inside maybe in guilt like what what is what you're seeing on the outside is kind of being left there because you always know that at your core you're a good thing you're a good person yeah yeah yeah, yeah exactly um but i feel like oh hopefully that does give a the difference between good enough and acceptance like all of that mushed together do you feel like that we gave a good strong definition between the differences of good enough and acceptance yeah i think so okay i i agree um why don't we take a quick break let the sponsors say what they have to say what do you think mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay <laughs> we'll be back right <laughs> after this And we are back. So we were just talking about, uh, we gave you guys a definition of good enough and acceptance. And I hope, hopefully you guys um, got it. Like, I feel like, I feel like we gave a good definition for it. Um, One thing I want to focus on now is what I meant by imperfect and perfect and like flaws and flawlessness. Flaws and flawless? Flawlessness? I think that's a word. Anyways, um... Yeah, because no one is perfect. Again, no one is perfect. Like, for example, Francis, if you can think of someone in your mind right now, who is, do you think is the most perfect person uh, to be in your life? I don't know. how. I don't think I worded that right. 
but hopefully no, the question like, is straightforward but it's impossible to answer yeah oh okay well why why do you why do you say that because how do you define perfection oh <laughs> also also how do you achieve it once you do define it because i feel like perfection is something that it's unanimous i get that you can't achieve it right because it's just like mm-hmm if if it's perfect and you can look at it, I feel like you can figure out a way to make it better somehow. So I don't know. Yeah, I think no, that's that's actually facts. I agree with that because, like, even when something seems flawless, like let's say you're just deeply in love with someone and they just seem flawless, right? There's still there's still some flaws in there, but it's those flaws that that's the most real part about it. Oh, damn. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I, so, okay. What I have here is like when a painter paints something or when a creator creates whatever it is, like in our episodes, um, it's like the same thing. Like there's still some mistakes in our episodes that maybe some people did catch on on, but sometimes they don't build it to perfection because it doesn't feel realistic. There's no character. So flaws creates character. Flaws create character. Yes. So like that said, do you like how much do you agree with that do you think that a perfect person can have character too or do you think it's the flaws that create a character oh a hundred percent it's the flaws that create a character okay percent like in in like stories and stuff like that you want to you want somebody who you can relate to but you you can't you can't find that for with a perfect character because they have to be they have to be imperfect they have to have problems in their life in their life <laughs> in their life <laughs> and like and uh uh they have to they they have to feel bad sometimes they have to know what it's like to go through hardship so perfect people don't exist i think yeah and that that's like that's how i'm like connecting it that's how acceptance can play a role in like everyday life it's like we're not no one's perfect right so um it's accepting it's accepting those imperfections and accepting um our flaws and all the all the things we've done in the past and like i learned this i think what did i um i think it was cobra kai i heard it in cobra kai when he's there's i don't remember which character it was but someone said your mistakes of your past should not define you who you are today um, and I think the main message of that was like, you have to accept your past um, in order to live in the present. <laughs> what? That was good. Oh, yo, I know it was good. It's only it's good because like that's that's like the main point of the like the last part we wanted to get to. So mm. uh, I don't. Oh I just, yeah, like, you're chuckling. Just, right? I just you're naturally chuckling. got there, you know. Like okay, so the thing is, love is very very complicated. Like. I haven't fully understood it. I've just seen <laughs> I examples of it. I don't know what the hell it. that is, dude. Exactly. Well, actually, I tried to figure it out. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I think I like my definition a little bit because, you know, I wrote it in my blog and it, it makes sense to me. But yeah. Yeah. You, okay. I'll, let, let, I'll explain it. It means for to me, love is just not wanting, not wanting too much <laughs> because once people want stuff, then they act to get that stuff what does that acting to get that stuff do what do those actions do it makes everybody else have a little less than what they once had i feel like that kind of destroys love you know yo that was the the less you want yeah thank you thank you (laughs) so the less you want the the less you want the more love can go around i feel like in a relationship that's where it starts out just like wanting less and kind of being there to spread the wealth i guess a little bit yeah has nothing to do with acceptance though at least that well well I, well on the top love has a lot to do with acceptance and like accepting it does kind of like uh connect because like what you said is not wanting too much and acceptance is kind of like the same thing you like you don't it's kind of like accepting um your what happened in the past and like your current situation oh. kind of okay, and like yeah um just not wanting too much too quickly it's i think is the i don't know that's how i got it that's what i got out of it yeah like maybe maybe accepting where the situation is at in terms of a given relationship 
and not wanting any more, not wanting less from it, just like accepting it and yeah, kind of just being there. Yeah, but what did you, okay, what did you, how do you relate love to acceptance? Well, okay, like I said, love is very complicated. <laughs> um, oh, yes, 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 yes. So when, what I think, when I think about love, I, I go into like dating and, and happiness and all that stuff. And so many people use the phrase, the perfect relationship. Like, oh, I'm in the perfect relationship. This guy's perfect. I'm perfect. Like, we're just meant to be. <laughs> but, like, in reality, that's just, that's not really how it works. Like, they don't really mean that. Because the best relationships are imperfect. They're flawed. And more importantly, they are about accepting who the other person is with all their hearts. That's, that's like, what I mean that I think is the meaning of a perfect relationship and how it should be uh, when someone says we're in a perfect relationship. So maybe they feel that way um, because that's how the relationship should be because that's 100% of who they are and 100% of who that other person is. Um, but within that perfect relationship, quote unquote, are flaws. And that's where real love can happen is within those flaws. Ooh, within the flaws. Damn. Okay, okay. Go into that a little bit more. Cuz I see I see like I see like where it is. Like I see I see that, you know, in a relationship you can have their flaws from each each party and that, you know, it makes things interesting because it's not it's like the kinks, it's like the, you know, the imperfections in an artwork that make it what it is. Mhm. Mm and that uh Okay, the flaws. Uh, I'm just thinking now. Like, okay, so the way I think the way I was thinking about it uh, is love, how love and acceptance and a perfect relationship is like like what you said. Their flaws is part of acceptance because um, if you don't accept the flaws as well and like your mistakes and all that oh. stuff, then it's not. It, Okay, yeah. Did you come to a conclusion? Because like I'm still kind of like wrapping yeah. my head around what I said. I kind of did. did you come okay, with? I I kind of related it to the marginal man a little bit actually. Nice. It's weird because okay, so so in a sense, you're always changing, and there's always gonna be a kind of slope to where things are headed. Because you know you could either always go up or down, and what I'm what I mean by slope is the di direction you're going. You could be in the direction of up, or you could be in the direction of down. And that's, it's never going to be zero. It's never going to be really stagnant, especially when it comes to love, because in love, there's always things going on. There's always things happening. It's complicated, like you said, right? So you always got to be going somewhere. You always got to, like, you always have to be going up or going down. So what I'm thinking is when you accept your significant other, you're on the slope of up because you're changing and you're practicing so that in the next like in the now when you're accepting your when you're when you're in the acceptance uh you're moving in the right direction because for next time you'll know this is how this person is <laughs> and you know like like and i love them for that and you know you just keep doing that and you know it's more interesting than not doing anything at all so yeah like um i'm just connecting this to like my standard standards of dating episode and what i said there was the point of a relationship is growing and learning and acceptance is part of that is part of the relationship of the relationship you know you have to in order for growing to, and learning to happen and for it to be like a staple of the relationship acceptance has to be there too accepting the other person for the fact that they are still growing and learning because like that's what i'm saying no there's no such thing as a perfect relationship because all the time every single time or every single day you guys are still growing and learning because that's who we are as people again like no one's perfect we're all imperfect beings and accepting that for the other accepting that your other significant other is growing and learning um, makes that the quote-unquote perfect relationship. That could take you so far, especially like, yeah. with anybody. Yeah, mm -hmm. that got me really excited. Cause you, got you excited? That, yeah, because you could use that with anybody. Like, <laughs> like, just accepting that people aren't perfect is such a good way to interact with people. Yeah. Not in a condescending way, just like, you know, 
now now there's no expectations right it's just it's just you know there's a person and they're just a person yeah exactly like not in a con yeah. condescending way at all because like once you realize that that like the other people that you're talking to whoever it is maybe significant other a friend or whatever um when you realize that you are like them in the sense that you are still growing and you are not perfect mm. then a relationship oh, yeah. like with anyone with anybody can be a good relationship yes there we go oh yeah it's like that's like the goal like finding common ground between anybody and we're kind of like taking the first steps here with this like mm -hmm. yeah acceptance that's the first step to finding common ground between people towards world peace yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah actually you know what that reminds me of this this idea of freedom and stagnation and we talked about this when we were in our brainstorming stage freedom acceptance no freedom comes when you start accepting things do you want to like expand on that because i feel like you're the one who came up with this idea and i really liked i really liked it do you remember at all like what you meant by that okay, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say shame like i don't want to go into that again because that could that could make me say a lot of words and I feel like I say too many words sometimes. So, all right. So, like, you you get you get you get attached when you don't accept something fully, obviously. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. it just like it just stays in your mind, and you're not free to use that mental energy to benefit yourself in other ways. And so you live in this sort of in in like the worst case, you live in this sort of world where everything you do and everything everything you you look at and everything like all of your actions sort of have like this glue that attaches to you and once you have some too many things attached to you you're just weighed down like you can't you can't move at that point right Ooh. and if, so if you accept things those things start to fall off of you and you're light again yeah no i like that because i think so again yeah freedom does connect or acceptance connects to freedom and i i'm thinking about this quote because I just I just finished watching the original Karate Kid, uh, oh. and there's this quote in there where he said, "Mr. Miyagi said, um, there's there's a road, right? So if you walk on the right side of the road, you're safe. When you walk on the left side of the road, you're also safe. But when you walk in the middle, you're going to break, right? So oh. when I'm thinking like freedom and stagnation and acceptance and good enough is and like what you said when you don't let go, there's no freedom." So like on the same road, if you think about it again, walking on the right side of the road is like accepting it with like, like fully accepting it with a smile and going on the left side of the road would be like accepting it, um, but knowing that what you did was wrong and like wanting to be better. But when you live in this good enough stage, like it's good enough, like I could do better or oh, like I'm not really oh. that happy about it, um, you will break because oh. you're not you're not being free you're not freeing yourself of what you did you're staying stagnant oh my <laughs> god you no, you opened up my mind like this this is literally i i was in the middle of like you know i was on the sky train and uh <laughs> okay. you know i was just thinking about like family and like you know there's a problem i'm having and and instead of employing I guess the way I put it in like how I was writing about it earlier, because I wanted to write a blog post about it. I was, I felt charged. Like I felt like I wanted to write about this thing, but I, you know, again, like I couldn't put it together and you just came up with what I needed just now. Like, <laughs> like okay, you have your fight or flight and that's kind of like, uh, you know, when you have a problem you really have to put the pedal to the metal. This is where you're tested, right? You have your flight, fight or flight come up. You either fight the thing or you like run away from it. But I feel like, especially now with our safety and the safety involved with everything, like how we can, you know, think and just like relax about a lot of things. There's not a lot of, there's not a lot of fight or flight anymore. There's a lot of in between and you don't really decide on what to do with something. You just put it in the back of your mind because you feel like you can deal with it later or you can, or you can reason out how to get the most out of it. And that's it. Like you reason out how to get the most out of this situation this crappy situation that you're in you know you don't fight the thing and you don't run away from it you don't learn from the experience of having made a decision you just try and figure out how to get the most out of it because you feel like you feel like ah oh, it's good enough you know you get that good enough mentality because you want something more 
like uh-huh. you, you feel like you feel like if I think about this long enough, uh, I could get the most out of it and be better off by the end. But no, you got to make a decision or else you're going to keep this with you and have this burden, like this free, this stagnation. Mm-hmm. And and that's something I've been feeling. And that's that's kind of what I'm trying to exp- what I was trying to express, but didn't know how to, didn't know how to put it all together was that you need acceptance. You need to decide you need to take one road or the other and you can't just take the middle road because you don't learn there. There's like stagnation. There's there's a show I'm watching that uh that's on Netflix called The Good Place. Uh and and there's this you know the one of the main characters name is Chidi and he's like a philosopher and his big problem is that he can't decide on things to the point where and he has to make the right decision because he's a philosopher and there's always the right decision in like his his I guess philosophy is that there's always a right decision if you think hard enough and and think long enough but then you know that 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 puts him at such a detriment because he gets stomach aches and like he really just shuts down when the when the thing he's trying to decide is too much and that's because he decides to take the middle ground and try and figure it out instead of just making a decision and that's where this whole thing comes in like you're free when you just decide and you're free when you just accept with a smile when you shrug your shoulders and just accept it with a smile. Yep. And yep. Yes. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I feel like that's a good wrap there. Do you think we should uh, take a break? Let the sponsors say what they have to say. What do you think? Mm, let's do it. Let's do it. All right. We'll be back right after this. All right, everybody, and we're back. So before this, we were talking about uh, freedom versus stagnation and how once you accept something, you're free of all the burdens that go along with the decision-making process and uh, and slowing down just because you want that, you know, you want the, the best situation to come out of, that, that comes out of this decision, but you can't have it all the time because it's too hard of a it's too hard of an analysis. Okay, I'm saying too many words. Basically, you accept that <laughs> you you accept and you're free. All right, you accept and you're free. So, you know, a couple episodes ago we were talking about hope. Not a couple, like last episode we were talking L- about last hope. episode. <laughs> <laughs> and and you know, we were talking about how if you don't have it, you're always going to be kind of burdened. Well, you see a common theme here, right? Freedom versus stagnation, right? So you're burdened by your future self because without hope, you're always thinking that I have to make now uh, the best it can be for my future self. And you're kind of like locked into that kind of thinking where your future self is kind of like your boss and you really can't do anything now and enjoy yourself now because, you know, you're always thinking about that guy in the future. So, you know, there's there's those two roads Mr. Miyagi was talking about and that just means like just make a decision and there's two decisions to be made here which is kind of like this ending kind of (laughs) you know big lesson we were alluding to that hope hope is reconciling with the future it's shaking hands with your future self all right and acceptance is reconciling yourself with the past and shaking hands with your past self and so when you do that you live in the present and that's kind of what oh. you know we're all trying to do. Wow. We're all trying to just oh. live in the present. That brings a tear to my eye. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> but okay, yeah, first of all, I agree with that because that makes the most sense. Like it, acceptance is reconciling with your past self and hope is is shaking hands with your future self. Um like when you're shaking hands with your future self, you're saying, "Okay, um, I'll get to you eventually, but for now, I have to live in the present. I have to focus on my present so that um, my so that I'm better off. And acceptance is shaking hands with your past, and that's like kind of the same message. When you're shaking hands with your past, you're saying, all right, we did what we did. Uh, thank you for what you've given me, but now I have to live in the present. And that's mm-hmm. where the two work hand in hand. And it's perfect mm-hmm. that we talked about hope yeah. last episode and acceptance this episode because they are on the same they're on the same wavelength basically literally dude and this yeah. 
God, we were lucky when it came to this. Because at, at the beginning, we didn't come up with this whole like no, we realization. Didn't. <laughs> we we kind of came to it at the end of our planning stage. And we were like, oh, yeah, yeah, this is good. This is good stuff. But, oh, man. That's the beauty of like talking about, like, this is all philosophical stuff. And that's how, mm. like, everything. Because if we, and you think about it scientifically, too, you don't come up with a conclusion first and then find the evidence. You go yeah. through the evidence, then you find the conclusion. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of like what's happening here. We started with evidence, or in this case, we started with an idea and kept, kept feeding into that idea. And then eventually we found the bigger picture, which is that acceptance is shaking hands with your past self to live in the present. Mm. So, yeah, and like everything just works out perfectly because the whole evidence to conclusion thing. So now I'm going to ask you this, Francis. Do you think... Do you think that acceptance can be taught? Damn. <laughs> you know, I knew this was coming, but I, was, I still got like, <laughs> a little bit surprised. Uh, yeah, so I guess we should explain this, right? Because I feel like we're going to yeah, do okay. this for the, you know, the, the next few episodes. We're going to try it out. Sure. Where we have like this end question. And, you know, it's an encourage. It's to encourage you to think about it, too. Like we pose this question in the planning stage. And we, we don't really think about it up until the episode. And then by the end of it, we ask it. And then we're just like, what the hell? <laughs> we don't know. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. I guess, you know, with everything we learned throughout the episodes, we're, we're trying to figure this out too. So yeah. Okay, let's get into it. Can acceptance be taught? Can acceptance be taught? Like think about like everything that we've talked about in previous episodes, like with hope, self-confidence, um, well, <laughs> that really odd one that we did, that war is war just. Um, oh, like everything that we learned. What the hell did we talk <laughs> about? That we that come up with so far. <laughs> can um, but can acceptance be taught? What do you think? I always f- find that teaching is like to be a good teacher. You have to know what kids want, or I don't know why I say kids, but like people. You you have to know what people want because if you know what they want, you can tell them that the thing they're learning will help them get it. Everybody wants happiness. And everybody wants to not deal with shitty situations. If you can tell somebody or if you can show somebody that accepting things and sitting with your problems and just and sitting with, you know, other people and taking the time to. Oh, yes. And sitting with your actions as well and sitting with your actions and taking the time to, like, let those things sink in and realize that they're a product of an imperfect you and how that makes you a happier person if you can teach that and i feel like you can then that's good and so so yeah i think you can be taught because you can teach people that somehow you think so okay you know what the way i'm thinking about this i don't me personally i don't think acceptance can be taught you know i feel like it's the same it's kind of for me it's the same feeling of you can lead a horse to water but you can't make a drink and I think that this oh, one yeah. is kind I of guess, like the yeah. same thing. Like you can, you can tell them all these things about acceptance. You can t- tell them like this is how it should be done. This is what's gonna feel like, but you can't make them like learn that. Like I think the best way to learn it is with yourself, and you'd have to with yourself and looking at other people. And I think the way that I, I don't know. Okay, I haven't fully. Um, maybe accepted my past. I mean, there's nothing like bad about my past, but maybe like all the things I've done in the past. I think one way someone could learn to do this is maybe look at other people and how they uh, live a happy life. I think that's the way I can see it. Like, I think the only way you can really be happy is to have hope and acceptance. Um, And when other people, like seeing that within other people can show you I don't know. I don't know if it can teach you that, but it'll tell you this is what's on the other side if you start accepting your past, you know? Definitely, it's not something that you can say, oh, I look at this, that person over there, and oh, yeah, that person, he's feeling acceptance right now. You can't say that. Like, yeah, like, you don't, that's true. You don't, you don't say acceptance is a thing. Uh, you see it. You feel it. And... In that sense, I feel like it can be taught because when you show, you show a feeling because of how you are, I guess, by somebody's aura or their essence or whatever, I feel like it can be taught that way. But to put a finger on exactly what it is 
and say that, okay, okay, listen up, kids. I always go back to, okay, this is, this is just like a habit of like Taekwondo, I guess. It's just, yeah, I, I teach, I teach like little kids and they're, they're awesome. But like, uh, you, you can't say this is what it looks like and to just like copy this person because he's, he's feeling acceptance right now and you gotta, you gotta feel it too. Uh, you just have to, sh- you have to be that way. Show that because you're that way you feel like a happier person you're like a better person because of it and you know eventually people catch along because they try and be happy as well i don't know i found i found that that goes against exactly what i just said but okay (laughs) sorry when i think of this question that's how i think of it maybe i'm framing the thought wrong but let me ask you that do you think you need a teacher to be taught acceptance oh okay Okay, okay, I'll let you send I'll let you send that. And I I am going to answer it real quick. I think I don't think you'd need a teacher. I think you're I think a teacher would help in a way, but it only gets you so far because um it's like the same thing with therapy. Therapy teaches like it's kind of like a teacher like why are you doing this and it kind of makes you realize certain things about yourself. Um acceptance is kind of like the same thing. It's kind of a teacher would tell you would like show you like this is what's going to be like if you accept it but it's up to you to really change your life that way so i think acceptance can be more of a self-taught kind of thing um but using other people as examples so i guess it would help to have a teacher but at the end of it it's not really that necessary because it has to be within you to do it you can never truly absorb this kind of feeling you have to feel it for yourself and then and then once you do try and mimic it more in your life i guess i don't know and i don't know yeah i like what you said there too because uh yeah we can go back to stories as well because you can learn you can see acceptance and you can feel it especially in in shows that really do it well Mm -hmm. and that's because of what we discussed in that episode where uh what stories are for are putting humanity in the context of everything else and once you see somebody and once you see somebody and and their ability to have acceptance, then you feel like in all this mess of life that you can, in all this mess of life and its complexity and its and its like, and its its pain and its like, uh, you know everything that they could you can still feel acceptance too, because you're a human as well and they and you can see it within them, but it's 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 your responsibility to kind of work towards doing it, feeling it all the time. In the world right now, do you think generally, let's say 50%, do you think there's 51% of the world is in the acceptance mindset? Acceptance of who they are, acceptance of humanity, history. Do you think that we're at that point where we can shake hands with our past and um, live in the present? Yes or no? 50%. Yes. You think so? Yeah. I th- oh, see, uh, my answer to that is no. I don't think we are. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we are. Like, do you think that... Okay, okay, expand on that. Why do you think that we are at that point where we can shake hands with our past and and be done with it and live in the present? I don't feel like everybody's like that, obviously. I feel like... Yeah. I feel like there's strong evidence, though, that a good majority are because things work and things still function and we still have great things that are being done so in that sense i believe that there's still people out there and the great majority of people are out there and saying to themselves day after day that we did stuff yesterday and it was good but we could still improve on it i feel like those people are out there and there's a lot a lot more of them than you think yeah i think okay yeah i agree i think there's a lot more of them than we like realize but i think I think right now in the world, it's kind of on a, it's on this seesaw where sometimes it's 51% saying it's acceptance is happening. And sometimes there's 51% saying there's no acceptance at all. Uh, And like my, I don't really have evidence to this, but I think what I believe is um, there's still so much unaddressed things or undocumented, not undocumented, but 
things that it's hard to accept in the past. Like, for example, mm, if okay. we go back to, I don't really want to like uh, get too political or anything, um, but like if we think about the BLM thing, the Black Lives Matter, it's um, what a lot of people are saying Black Lives Matter movement. And it's, mm. I don't believe that it's a movement because when we say it's a movement, then it's almost like we're not, once it's done, it's saying that there's going to be a, an end to the movement. Um, but I don't think there should be an end because obviously they've been through lots of things and the whole police brutality is still a thing. So um, in that sense and all over the world, there's still so many things that's just hard to accept uh, because we can't accept it because there's no change that's happened for us to accept it. Ooh, ooh, I like that. What do you think on that? What do you think on that then? Because it's saying that actually there's another aspect of acceptance. There's an ex- there's an aspect of like there's an aspect of fighting cuz you actually need to fight sometimes. And you know that 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 saying that uh that we said earlier that like you kind of attach yourself sometimes to things. I agree that at times it's hard not to attach yourself to something because it's so deeply connected to who you are that you can't really like sit down and say that there's you know, I'll accept it because there's hope that I guess it's gonna that there's something that I can do that will make it better be better tomorrow because sometimes it's just so deeply deeply part of our cultures and there's there's no real way to as an individual change that. So you're feeling shitty every mm-hmm. day because of these injustices, mm-hmm. I guess. And yeah. At that point, when there's nothing an individual can do, then people as a as a unit have to fight to kind of make make change happen. So there is the yeah there yeah there's a there's another side of it I guess. I think the other side of that is when acceptance isn't a possibility, like in this example, and let's just use an example in our own lives. Um, when acceptance is not a possibility, let's say for example homework. For example, oh. if it's homework. And acceptance isn't there. Like you can't accept it for what it is. Um, then you should. Then there should be a, an ability there, or or something that you can do to change it. Uh, maybe it's it's asking your professor for an extension. That's that's a change. That's a change to the system. Um, when acceptance isn't possible, then change needs to happen for acceptance to happen. Yeah, dude. Yeah, you're changing my mind now too, because like. I've always been a really passive individual. I've kind of taken things as they are and not really clawed my way to get the things that I needed sometimes. And sometimes it's been really a detriment, but I've always just been a passive individual. But like hearing that now, I feel like there's times definitely when if things continue the way they are, even with acceptance, you're still going to be somebody who's who's going to get the wrong side or who's who's not going to who's not going to benefit at all from it and who's going to be you know robbed every single day and that's not good i'm thinking maybe my final message to the people to our audience is um hope is hope is something i i just want i want it to be what you said hope is accepting and shaking hands with your future so that you can live in the present and acceptance is shaking hands with your past to live in the present because if you don't do both of those things um living the present is going to be hell and it's called a pre- it's called the present right now because it's a gift it's a gift that we are here you yeah. bring me back to the kung fu panda there <laughs> it was no that's that's where i got the quote from that's exactly i love where it i, got the quote I from. love it <laughs> <laughs> so we talked about a lot of things today guys uh so so many realizations from vincent at the very beginning saying that okay good enough good enough is a shrug but acceptance it's the smile that comes after (laughs) right remember that acceptance is a good thing it's like a really good thing because it's shaking hands with your past it's reconciling yourself with that guy back there and together with with hope where you're shaking hands with your future self so that you can 
really just 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 settle settle in the present and do what you need to do now oh man are you going to become like a, like a free individual Oh, okay. I mean, I'm guessing. Okay, I guess I'm good. <laughs> I th- are you hinting for me to do it? <laughs> I think that's what you're yeah, doing, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't okay. really do the end part, so I kind of just... <laughs> <laughs> okay, for the future, I'll know. I'll, uh, for the future, I'll know. Um, okay, so, yeah, thank you guys for listening to Late Night Chill Vibes and vibing with us tonight. I'm your host, Vincent. And I'm Francis. And we'll see you guys next week on another episode. Thank you for listening.